another episode of Sleep Whispers. I'm Harris, and this is my curious little podcast of whispered ramblings and whispered readings, which I hope will calm and tranquilize those pesky squirrels in your brain so you can relax This is episode number 227, and specifically, it's a fade-out episode. I'll start with my usual guided relaxation to tuck you in, and then to fade you out, I'll be reading some rules of etiquette from 1849. If you'd like over 250 more episodes of Sleep Whispers, including lots of fade-out episodes similar to this one, then feel free to click the link in the show notes or visit sleepwhispers.com. You'll also find a link to my current giveaway. You can win a Sleep Whispers t-shirt, eight-hour nature sounds, or wireless sleep phones, which are valued at $100. There are only about four entries so far, and the giveaway ends on November 27th, 2020. So, Still plenty of time to enter. Alright, tonight's fade out is Rules of Etiquette, which were published in 1849 with some minor edits by me. Tonight's fade out was inspired by two listeners, Callie and Denise. Callie had the terrific suggestion of reading from old etiquette books. So tonight, you'll hear some rules of etiquette about introductions, salutations, attire, and conversation, all all from 1849. I find some of these rules are still great advice, but, oh boy, others are quite outdated and will probably tickle your giggle button. (laughs) Denise had the wonderful suggestion that as I read and talk, I mimic an actual fade-out by talking more slowly as the fade-out progresses. So I'm going to attempt this as I read the rules of etiquette. My goal will be to do this on a linear scale 
not even notice the gradual change. That's my goal, but I fear I will forget to do it for a bit, and then I'll suddenly remember, and it will end up as a more like a, a power log scale, and you'll notice when I suddenly slow down. So it, it may just be best if you fall asleep during the duck-in, so you don't hear me botch this. Now, listening to me every night is a great way to distract your squirrels from your stressful thoughts at bedtime, but to best inhibit your pesky squirrels and improve your mental health, you may want to consider BetterHelp, the sponsor of this episode. BetterHelp will connect you within 24 hours with a licensed professional therapist. You can get the help you deserve from the comfort of your own home, which does make it much more convenient and affordable than traditional offline counseling. Here's a review of BetterHelp by someone who is struggling with depression, stress, and anxiety. Quote, Dr. Sayid is very easy to talk to and open up to, and is very receptive and supportive of my needs. I was having trouble sleeping, which prompted me to sign up. And after just a few sessions with her, I'm not having that problem anymore. End quote. So you may not even need me and my whispers in this podcast after using better help. I genuinely wish that for you. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month of better help. And notice how that's spelt. It's better help. H E L P. By using my special discount link, betterhelp.com slash whispers. And for your ease, I put that special discount link in the show notes of this episode. Alright, on to my usual tuck in. And then on to tonight's special fade-out to fully tranquilize those squirrels in your brain. Here's your duck-in. If your lights are on, then go ahead and turn them off. If you have a mobile device, Turn off the screen and set it aside while you continue to listen. Adjust your pillows just the way you like them. Adjust your covers and sheets just the way you like them. Go ahead. 
find a comfortable position. You can lie on your side. You can lie on your back. Or you can lie on your front. Whichever is the most comfortable position for you. Next, relax the muscles in your legs. Relax the muscles in your arms. Relax the muscles in your shoulders. Allow your entire body to melt into your bed. Now focus your mind on one good thought from today. It may be something good that happened to you. It may be something good someone did for you. Or it may be something good you did for someone else. This will be the happy thought you'll focus on if you find your mind wandering during the fade out. Finally, Allow your entire body to fully relax. Focus your mind on that one happy thought. And for the next few seconds, settle your breathing rate to a pace that feels relaxing and comfortable for you. And then I'll begin the fade out. The following are rules of etiquette published in 1849. As you listen to each one, Try to decide if it's still good advice today. You may find some to be helpful and others to be outdated and rather humorous. Section 1. The Etiquette of Introductions Never introduce persons to each other without a knowledge that it will be agreeable to both parties. The inferior person should always be introduced to the superior person first. Mention the name.
this is often the cause of much embarrassment. If you have been introduced but didn't catch the person's name, it is better to say it once. I beg your pardon. I didn't hear your name. It will save much unpleasant feeling. Upon a first introduction, make a slight but gracious inclination of the head and body. It is ill-bred to shake hands. a lady for the second or subsequent times, the hand may be extended in addition to the inclination of the head, but never extend the hand to a gentleman unless you are very intimate. If you wish to avoid the company of a gentleman who has been properly introduced, treat him with respect, while at the same time shunning his company. Converse only upon topics of general interest. It is necessary only to be civil. If a man is disrespectful to a woman, she may turn from him in dignified silence. A woman always has it in her power to silence the boldest. Be very cautious of giving a gentleman a letter of introduction to a lady. It may give that person a source of joy or woe for the rest of their life. When introduced to a lady, a man may say, I am very happy to make your acquaintance, but it should be rare for a lady to say this to a gentleman because the favor and the pleasure are on his side. Section 2 The Etiquette of Salutations On meeting a friend in any public space, do not boisterously salute her name aloud. It is proper to vary the phraseology of questions concerning another's health as much as possible. Custom forbids a lady to make these inquiries of a gentleman unless he is very ill or aged. 
repeatedly past persons of your acquaintance. Acknowledge them only on the first occasion. Always bow when passing an acquaintance in the street. To curtsy is not gracefully consistent with human locomotion. It is improper to ignore an acquaintance in the street. If you wish to minimize an interaction, a cold bow or very slight head nod is the best mode to adopt. Section 3 The Etiquette of Attire and Fashion The plainest dress is always the best and the person who dresses plainly will never be dressed unfashionably. In adopting the style of your friend, be careful and make sure that it will suit your figure your complexion, and your stature. The attire which may be adapted to him or her may be absurd for you. If your stature is short, don't wear attire. A host or hostess shouldn't wear such fancy attire that would make their guests feel underdressed. ostentatious in the display of jewelry unless you have superb jewelry that you harmonize with your attire and your establishment. Ladies of good taste Seldom wear jewelry in the morning unless it is trinkets of gold. If something is spilled on you at a party, don't exhibit any remarkable anxiety. Distraught, then 
others will think that you are showcasing your finest clothes. Perfumes should be delicate. Powerful perfumes will make others think that you need them out of necessity to hide an unpleasant scent. Section 4 The Etiquette of Conversation Be careful. Do not confuse talking with conversation. Conversation is about being willing to please and be pleased, and also in being attentive to what is said. Conversation is not so much in saying something different from the rest, but in extending the remarks of others. To listen is a delicate piece of flattery, and it is a compliment so gratifying that it will surely please others. Cultivate a soft tone of voice. mode of expression. It is better to say say too much in the company of others. Cautiously avoid relating in one house any follies or faults that you may hear in another house.
Don't appear distracted while another person is speaking. can respect another who makes statements with double meanings, even if they may create a laugh, it will inevitably lead to thoughts of disgust. better to be silent than to talk nonsense unless you have that agreeable art of investing little nothings with an air of grace and interest. is a powerful weapon in conversation. Everyone is susceptible to it. But it should be used skillfully and subtly.
expression of genuine admiration. Don't introduce topics with which you are someone listening to you as you unravel your ignorance. Don't speak in proverbs or hackneyed expressions. themselves. Rather than remaining prim, it is acceptable to laugh in the company of others. Don't let 
excessively fatiguing to others. This is the end. better.